All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So today I have Miss O'Shea Renee Willis. She is a mindset confidence coach and probably the coolest title ever. She is the creatress of the Signature Self Method. We connected on Instagram, which is really code for I was fangirling over her page. And then I was like, oh, maybe she'll get on the podcast with me. And so I slid right into those DMs and here we are. So I am so freaking pumped for you to share your story, tell us the good stuff about it. So if you just want to tell me your story and how you got here. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, as you said, my name is O'Shea. So pretty much how I got to GLOW, it was all kind of accidental. So the purposeful part, I guess I started the account as a blog and it was more just of a reflection of myself, like just journaling in public, really. I guess how like Twitter is, but it was really just an expression of where I was emotionally and all of that. And I just kind of use Instagram for inspiration for myself. So I was kind of just blogging my process of managing my depression and like the certain things that were going on. So like I was chronically depressed, like since I guess I've been chronically depressed, I guess since uh, like elementary school. And I had a really, really tough time. And what I realized in the later years going to therapy was that it had a lot to do with me feeling like I didn't fit in. Like when I was in third grade, I was supposed to be in fifth grade and like I was teaching um, pre-algebra to like eighth graders like a week I got that opportunity. And so it's like anybody else would think, oh my God, that's so amazing. Like that would have made you feel more confident, right? And it's like for me, it did the opposite. It made me feel like I was not normal. And like I had these crazy ambitions that just would never be met. So long story short, I just had a whole bunch of different like dissonance within myself. And then I went to, you know, high school, went through the whole thing, you know, the normal crazy teenage stage. And then I went to college and my freshman year is really where GLOW was developing and I didn't even know it. So I pretty much had a crazy experience with like my roommates and just didn't really get along with certain people. And like I was starting to develop some great friendships. However, it just felt like every effort that I had put in, I was kind of sabotaging as well. Like I was a chemistry major and I was working all the time. So I wasn't spending time like developing friendships. So it was like I was trying to, again, balance the whole be in college, have fun, be young. But then also my crazy mature mindset, which is like study, learn, you know, advanced and so it's just like it was really difficult for me and I ended up really sinking into my depression then um, I started kind of drinking a little bit more not severely but more than I normally would stopped going to classes lost my scholarship it was a really crazy experience and I just felt like no nothing worse could happen like that was like the epitome of and what I say was a manifestation of really everything that I had kind of developed for myself because I was heading in that path anyway and so then I experienced a traumatic event which is really just a sexual assault and that was really what woke me up that like a week later I was sitting in my room I went back home to Maryland from LA and I was just like you know what I need to make a choice here either I'm going to continue down this spiral depression and these suicidal attempts and or I can change the game and try to just bet on myself and really that was just the decision like it was just like a click in my head and I just said you know what this is what I'm going to do and with glow um the signature self method is where I guess it kind of started but back then it was really just me I'm crazy with organization so I just made up a plan
plan for myself to kind of overcome that depression and get to the next stage. And I started doing research, started going to books and like literally reading like research studies because like I'm crazy. And I tried to figure out, okay, what is the science behind this? Like, how can I do this and commit to it and actually feel like I'm being consistent? And so that's where I did. So I broke it down into different steps, which was phases. So like the first one was mastering my mindset. So I knew I couldn't do anything. Like I could try to change my habits, but if I didn't overcome the challenges in my mind, it wasn't going to be consistent. So then after that, then I started working on balancing my life and like changing different habits and just changing my environment, my organization skills and stuff. Then I started working on more of the like brain power part, which that was more just working on like reading more and broadening my horizons, I guess. And then the last part is your signature self. That's what I called my ideal self because the whole point of it was for me to bridge the gap between where I was and where I felt like I needed to be. And so that's where this whole kind of thing was uh, birthed, I guess. That's incredible. Everything about that. If we had gone to school together, we would have fit in perfectly together because that was my whole, that was my whole story to some extent. I read a lot better than most kids my age because my home life was garbage. So all I really had was, oh, I can read books and then like ignore everything else. So I was reading way past my grade level. I could not do math to save my life. I still can't. So kudos to you, algebra. I would die. If somebody was like, here's an algebraic question right now, I would I would cry. I'd be like, I can't, I'm done, whatever. I would pay someone money to do algebra for me. So kudos to that. But definitely having that be something that is supposed to be so, is a gift, it is a gift to have that kind of ambition and motivation to improve yourself. Like that's a gift, but sometimes it is so isolating when no one else around you is also involved in that because they either have haven't realized it yet, they tried and failed and they don't want to do it anymore, or they're just like, why would we want to do anything else kind of mentality. So that still even applies as adults, follows us our whole lives, like things that are gifts that we're able to do, where sometimes, oh, I don't want to tell anybody about it because what if they think it's weird and they don't like it? And we have to spend so much time being like, well, it doesn't matter if they like it, if I like it. Right. Which is still a thing I remind myself every day. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> so I definitely saw on your Instagram and I was like, like so hyped about it, about your journal. Now, I am always on here like, y'all, it's not always going to happen the first time. Sometimes take time. You can't give up. And if you just want to tell us the reality of what happens when you don't freaking give up. Yeah. So I love telling this story because it's nice to finally be on the other side, you know, because <laughs> I'm always telling people like, you got to go through it. You got to go through it. And there's some things that I'm going through right now still. And I'm just like, I'm trying to imagine what the other side is going to be like. But with my journal, so I started actually creating journals in high school. And again, like they had planners that we, or agendas that we all had to purchase. They were like $8. And they were just the tiniest little things and so generic. And I hated them because I need to organize things. And I'm like so crazy, like the meticulous detail. So it's just like, this isn't gonna work for me. So I just created my own and my stepfather, he has his own like printing company. And so I was able to like actually print out the journal. And so I just used that. And then all my friends were just like, oh my God, that's so cool. Cause I customized it. And like way back when Tumblr was like hot, you used to have like all these cool little like collages and it was just super like crazy. So I used that and I made some really cool collages with like the flower crowns and like, it was just crazy, but I loved it. And so it helped me not just with my classes, but I also created a college planner because again, I felt like they didn't really 
prepare us for college. And like I had like a five year plan for like every school that I might get into. I had all of the like essay prompts together. Like I was super crazy. Like everybody thought I was crazy. Like my counselors were just like, you're doing too much, you know? And it's like, it's for sure. I definitely was doing too much. And I realize now over time, like one of my favorite quotes is like, life is what happens when you're busy making plans. Because I used to just let, like I was kind of passive about certain things because I was too crazy on like the details that didn't matter. So anyway, so I started creating the journals and then my freshman year in college kind of did the same thing. And then after that, I just realized, you know what? I wasn't creating them to sell them. I was creating them because it was the only way to organize the craziness in my head and so I was just like this is just what I need to do for myself and then people just started to like pick up on it and so in college I was like you know what I almost felt a little selfish hiding it from other people because I was like this is helping me so much and I was actually in one of my classes and we took this stress level test and it was all anonymous but like they read out the scores like you just wrote down your scores and like out of 20 I scored a three and it was like everybody else is like well over 10 and I'm just like oh god and it's funny because they were like I wonder who that is and like three people were like staring at me and I was like you know what I guess I do because I had a reputation for just like really just owning my stuff and just being confident and like it was a crazy turnaround so I was like you know what let me just offer this to people and see how they like it so the first year I created this like massive journal like 400 pages online and that was when I first started glow and I didn't know anything about marketing. So crazy idea. Don't overwhelm people with that much content. But I didn't know. I was just like, this is so cool. Like people might love it. And so I printed out these little like flyers that had like QR codes. And I left them all around the school. And people kept throwing them away. I got in trouble for it a few times because like you're not supposed to do that. But I was like, you know, I'm helping people. Like how is this going to harm anyone? So I just kept doing it. And then the second year is when I started to monetize it because I thought I'm putting in all this time and effort and people are really liking it. Why not do like a physical journal? So then I'll say, okay, so I started looking in like, um, what's it called? Like printers and stuff. And then I started getting quotes and I was just say, okay, I can do this, but I'm going to have to come out of pocket. So then I was like, okay, let me just figure out like a pricing plan for this. And I remember my very first event, it was the day after my birthday, January 26th. And it was what, like 2018. And oh my goodness it was like actually no it's 2000 it's 2019 it's last year <laughs> this is last year I'm thinking it's like 2019 and so it was the day after my birthday which my birthday was not very fun so I was already in kind of a crazy funky mood and I was like you know what Shay, you're just gonna go this is gonna be super fun and I did this event for like four hours standing there in my heels looking super cute it's all pink outfit like I went all out because like every time I did events I was like all pink everything and I remember just talking to people non-stop I had spoken to at least 300 people it felt like not one sale and like everybody was just like oh my god like they would pick it up and they're like this is so cool like I've never seen anything like this like you get the greatest feedback but the only feedback you really want is people taking out their wallet to prove that it's actually of value to them and I didn't get that at all and I got some people was like oh like you know here's my number like you can email me or whatever but it was just like nothing and like you could see and I think you can really see the defeat in my face and you could feel that energy and maybe that's why in the latter part like like I didn't sell anything because it was so hard. It was so hard to keep going like, hey, like, you know, where it's like no one was selling. And I forced myself to stay there. I did not leave early because I just thought, you know what? This is going to be a learning lesson for you. This is your first time really, really putting yourself out there. Just go with it. And then like two weeks later, I got this opportunity to do, um, to speak at a workshop. And so I thought, you know what? Why not just bring my journals there? Let's just see what happens. And it was literally, I think it was maybe three weeks after that because um, it was kind of short notice. And I 
I think I brought like 40 journals with me and I sold 36. And so I was like, oh, and honestly, some people bought like multiple, like for their friends and family. And that just made me feel so happy. And I actually even met like one of a great mentor of mine. And she's pretty much like, she's just this really phenomenal, like crazy, overly ambitious woman. And so anyway, like that was pretty much, I mean, that wasn't like really extreme. I mean, 36 sounds like such a low number, but to me, it meant everything because it was like, you know what, this just proves to me that I shouldn't give up. This is going to continue to happen for me. And then fast forward to this year. I mean, so back in May with the Mean Girls journal, this one, I created at four o'clock in the morning. A lot of you know, I was watching SpongeBob and I could not sleep. I had insomnia like so bad. And so I went downstairs in the kitchen. I made like some waffles or something. I'm just eating the waffles, SpongeBob's on the TV. So I'm just watching it. And I was looking through my pictures in my phone and there was this quote from Mean Girls, you know, like when they say like, um, what was it? Stop saying fetch or stop trying to make fetch happen. They're never, it's never going to happen. But someone had put, keep trying to make your goals happen. They're going to happen. And I remember I saved them in my, in my phone and I saw it and I was like, that could be really cute. So I just went to Canva and I just started playing around with different ideas. The first edition was so ugly. I'm so glad I didn't go with it. It was like white and pink. It looked Valentine's Day. It was gross. And then the second one was black. And I'm just like, what was I even thinking? So then I just made it pink. And then honestly, just from that day on, I was just like, this is really fun. I created it in like three days. And then I just thought, let me just see if people would like it. Like I honestly really had no attachment to it selling. I had no idea that people would like it that much. Like I knew the cover was cute, but I didn't think it would sell out. And so I started doing ads the first month and I was talking about this in my last uh, vision board class. So in May, I did like the 55 by five. I am so happy and grateful that I made like, I don't remember how much, I think it's like $5,000 with my journals. And I did not make anything that whole month. And what I realized, or from the journals, and what I realized was that my mindset, like I was saying like, I can do this but my actions were going against it. Like I was constantly checking my ads. I was like, did I get a sale today? Did I get a sale today? Did anybody say anything? And it's like, how can you believe that that's going to happen for you if you're constantly second guessing it? And so then May, I was like, you know what? And I'm sorry, that was in April. So then May, I was like, you know what? I just don't even like, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm just going to run the ads and just put, you know, my budget on there. I know I'm not going to spend more than the budget that I set. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to let it run. And I like, I really like, I'm still trying to figure out how this whole thing happened. But by the end of the month, I had sold out. So I ordered 250 journals and I sold out completely. And like, I hadn't even realized it. And I was just like, wow, like, I honestly still haven't even taken the time to like celebrate really, because I've been like in crazy work mode. But yeah, that's, I guess, like the whole story of how it happened. That's so freaking cool. And you should be freaking proud of that 36. I always think of it as we don't have to provide something for everyone. We just have to provide it for one. So if you're helping one person, like that person can help somebody else with something different, but you start it. That journal definitely has started so, so many things I'm sure for people in their lives. And it is freaking cute. And I can't believe you did that in like no time. Shout out to SpongeBob inspiration. Old school Nickelodeon gets it. Old school Nickelodeon gets it. But that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. When I was like looking at him and I was just like, that's so cute. I wonder how long that took. Cause in my head, everything graphic design takes me like 6 million years. So I'm like, that's a, that's a lot. Cause I still think people hand draw everything. It's very, which is probably not even kind of true, but I'm just like, I don't know how they do that. I don't know how to make computers do fancy things. So anytime I see an album cover for anything, I'm like, that took the years. I'm like, the cover probably took longer than it took her to write the book. Right. And you did it in three days. So that is the power of focus for sure. And 
practice, definitely. Like I just did a website for one of my clients. It literally took me like three hours, like probably maybe four hours. But it's just like, once I get an idea in my head, like it's so much easier for me to create. Absolutely. I can't create visual to save my life, but like I'll, I have times like during the day, every day that I know that I'm sitting down and I'm going to write and I just knock out content because I'm a very, I'm very organized in that sense. I'm like, this is the time that I have to do this. So like my brain can just like switch tasks to task. And I live for organization. I too had plans for all of my colleges. Every college I applied to, there was a plan where I wanted to live, what does it cost me to live, what kind of jobs I could get. I knew all of those things before <laughs> I got my acceptance letters. So have a plan. We love that. If you are applying to college and you're listening to this, have a plan. Don't don't marry the plan, right. but have a plan. Mm -hmm. Be flexible because you might end up in a situation you don't want to be in because you were like, this is the plan. Right. <laughs> so flexibility with plans and know what you want. Those are, those are probably big things when I'm like trying to schedule and organize. I'm like, what are priorities? What are things mm -hmm. I actually want to do? Am I just doing a bunch of stuff to stay busy or that I don't really want to do? so I can avoid other things like oh I can schedule me some avoidance time in like a champ <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah staying busy is not hard especially if you have a reason to <laughs> I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna write that post and then sometimes I'm like oh I guess I will try to fight Canva for like the next six hours of my life but I I picked all my brand colors so I'm like as long as it fits these colors at that like that's as creative as sometimes I'm gonna get over here and it's great <laughs> so I know just that you mentioned vision board trainings I live for vision boards I have things all over my house and I guess of different things that I want and that's really ever since I discovered that that's how helped me just stay focused on things that I want. And for the most part, in some version, everything that I've ever put on a vision board in the last five, I think I started five years ago, has come true. How do you work with like, your clients to create their own vision board if they've never done something like that? If someone's never ever really even considered like more than just getting up in the morning, going to work and coming home, how do you help them cast that kind of vision? Hey y'all, this episode is sponsored by me. So imagine with me for a moment what it would feel like to wake up and see your bank account with your dream number. Imagine the weight of debt being lifted off your shoulders. Imagine if you could actually enjoy money instead of it running your life. Having paid off all $48,000 of my debt in the last 19 months, I know it's freaking possible. I know how to help you wake up feeling free, and as such, I am currently accepting applications for the waitlist to my new one-on-one -on -one money mastery coaching program. Learn how to manage your money, budget, save, pay off debt, plan for your future, all while smashing the lies that you have been led to believe about money. You deserve to have the money of your dreams, and it all starts with the basics. Apply for coaching using the link in my show notes. Payment plans of all types are available. I know firsthand the abundance that can come from implementing my money blueprint into your life. I cannot wait to hear from you. 
Yeah. So I actually just created, so I think I told you I did the vision board, what's it called? Workshop. <laughs> and so I created this, um, what's it called? Like a cheat sheet kind of thing. So the idea behind it was to kind of break it down, like break all of the steps down that I like teach everyone. So the biggest thing is I tell people to have like some sort of ritual. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like a morning routine or like evening routine or whatever. Cause I know a lot of people, they love the ideas of the idea of routines, but it can be so hard to be like so focused on it, I guess. And it can add too many like overwhelming factors. And so what I do is like, I just encourage them to have like a ritual. So like five to 10 things that you do every single day that help you to feel more in alignment with your goals and where you're heading. And so for me, I always tell people like, um, I do like the savers thing from the morning miracle. And like, I, it just, it always just works for me. Like I love writing. I love reading. I love affirmations. I love like writing my goals. Like I love meditating. So it's just like, it all just made sense for me. But the biggest thing, so I called it bringing your vision board to life. It's like the biggest thing with vision boards. And I love that you've like been able to, in a way, have like everything that you've put on your board. And I was just reflecting on this yesterday. Like everything that I said I wanted to do, I've pretty much been there. And I forget that sometimes because I'm always moving the bar like even further and further. So it's like, sometimes I have to remind myself to like sit back and think like you said you're gonna do this last year you did it celebrate that stop focusing on like what you're gonna do now in five years like just be in the moment and kind of let that go so with the vision boards the main things that I tell people is like go over every single area of your life maybe too many details I think I give too many categories but like I say like your food health you know not just like food that looks good but like have a list of foods that you actually enjoy like I have my clients create like a list of exercises that they enjoy doing so that way it feels more like an act of self-care and less of a thing that I have to do so like for me I don't like working out like at all I used to love it but now it's just too much of like a, I don't know I just I don't like it anymore <laughs> so I have a list of things that I know I love doing and so I'll just take like five minutes or I'll just do like five of like you know push-ups or jumping jacks so it's like consistency is better and that's the whole thing that I'm trying to like encourage people to understand so like going over different categories like your personal growth self-education creativity you know what are your goals behind like your community and being more involved or your mental and emotional health and pretty much going through all those categories and writing down your goals like smart goals like writing down what you actually want to achieve with that it could be one thing it could be 10 things for me it's usually like 20 but these this is like my entire life lifetime thing and then from there you're pretty much figuring out like the milestones like what do I have to do to get from point A to point B you know trying to overlap your current and ideal self within each category and then for the vision part just you know thinking of different pictures that represent that and being creative with it too like I have one client she um oh my goodness so she wants to be an actress and so she had her mom build this uh like a vanity set with her stage name on it which is so freaking cool so I always tell people to get like have like a signature self altar and or shrine and so what I have on mine like is a bunch of different like things I have like and what I did for May also is I have pictures of women that sold out like from Instagram like you know how those girls take pictures where like all their product and I had that like on my wall because I was like that's what I want and so I'll have pictures of like bank statements and like I like cheat a lot of this stuff so like I'll screenshot like my Chase bank account and then I'll just like erase the number and I'll just put my ideal number like and that way it actually it looks real it feels real I have business cards um on there for like people that I want to collaborate with and I'll just write like other names like so just really being creative with like thinking about anything that you can do 
I've printed out bank statements with like my ideal number. Like I just like, I try to find so many different ways to make it feel like it's more of a reality, you know? And so having those things like on your vision board and things that you can look at every single day. Like I feel like a lot of people have it backwards where they just start with the images and then they go from there, which is not a bad idea. But for me being more practical about the actionable steps, I have to start with the goal. And then pretty much from there, like you said, you just, you know, you create your vision board, you put together different images. And so I, I like to use so many different ways. Like I had a vision wall. It was, it's on my Instagram if you want to check it out. It's super fun. Um, it's literally like 200 pictures of just <laughs> nonsense. Like all over my wall, I have a book, obviously. I used to have like a little, uh, what's it called? Binder with all the images. Um, I've created blogs for it, different things. And then um, let's see. Oh, so then the most important part, I would say is also turning that goal into like a ritual. So for instance, one of my goals for this year is to become like 25% fluent in Russian. And I have like a definition of what that means. And so I literally try to figure out, okay, what can I do every day or even every week to get myself closer to that? It used to be every day, but now I'm too busy and I don't want to study Russian every day. So I do it every week. So once a week, I'll study for like 20 minutes um, at a time and I'll just study the language that way. And same thing for like, you know, managing my ideal weight and stuff like that. And so um, just with any goal, like figuring out what can I do today to help me get closer? What can I do, you know, next week like or every month? And like I used to tell people like before I had my Equinox membership, I would go to Equinox pretty often and I would just get a cap, uh, go to the cafe and get like a smoothie or something. And so it's, I did like probably a few times a month um, and closer to it, I did it like once a week because I started befriending the manager, Chris. Um, and that's when we started negotiating like rates for me to come in because I just had surgery. So I got a really good discount. So it was like all really, really nice. Um, But yeah, so it's like, how can you familiarize yourself with whatever kind of life you're trying to create, whatever your end goal is, how can you make it feel more familiar? So it's like the more you position yourself closer to that, the easier it is to visualize and the easier it is to live as if that's your already your reality you know and that's the most important thing i would say is like besides gratitude it's being able to resonate with the feelings and emotions like associated with having achieved that or it's like that's the same thing like with me selling out if i truly was acting and living as if i had already sold out i wouldn't constantly worry about getting a sale because to me i already am feeling like i've already i've already gotten there it's already written in the stars i like always tell myself i currently live and exist in the reality where all of my goals have been achieved I just have to do the work I just have to figure out like the missing pieces like there's always one or two little things that you need to like tweak but it's already there you're already in that world you just have to kind of navigate through it and sometimes that means just letting go it means like detaching from how you're going to do it you know and just realizing that it's going to happen all right mic drop holy (laughs) crap there's so much awesome that just happened in all of that and in all of that I did find her Instagram video of this wall which I'm gonna make a direct link in the show notes and then I also need to um get to work on the walls out here I've never once thought of just doing that like a whole wall so that's super exciting and y'all will understand that when you watch the video but that's so 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 true about resonating that you've already achieved it and stepping into that and knowing that it's going to it's going to work out because it's either going to or it's not and why would you want to think about the fact that it's not going to work out? Why would you put yourself in the situation to be like, well, it's not going to work out? What You wouldn't do that. You would not put in all of the work to 
not get the results. So if you're putting in the work anyway, you're going to get the results. So there's no point in obsessing about not getting it. If you don't get it, you keep trying, you regroup, you reframe, you keep going. If the goal is important enough to you, you will make it happen. The amount of time it takes to make it happen is irrelevant. If it's important enough, time literally does not matter. And that's in honestly kind of everything. I always think about if you are working your whole life towards a specific career, like that's your end goal. That's what you want to do. Like you want to be a doctor. Well, it's going to take you a while to be a doctor. The point is to get there. And it's like in relationships, you get married because you're going to be with someone forever. Like that is the whole point. Like the time is going to pass anyway. You might as well be doing the things that you want to do or at least positioning yourself to start doing them. If you are unhappy right now and things are not going well for you, and as someone who has also suffered with depression my whole life, if she and I can be here and be like, you can go on. You can make choices that will make things better. And that's not to disqualify depression. It sucks. It sucks a lot. It never really goes away. But you can make those choices that will help you get away from the spiral that can happen. Like if you're working towards better things, good things are going to be happening to you and you're going to feel better and it's going to at least like nestle that. When you're out there looking for all the bad things and negativity, yeah, it's going to get it's going to get a lot worse. But if you can just take that next step and imagine how good your life is going to be once you've taken those steps, you are going to live a happy life. You're going to live a fulfilled and a successful life. You just have to keep going. Love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it all so much. Okay. Again, in the magical world of Instagram, stalking, I need to know about the wait list for becoming your own dream girl in 60 days. Because that sounds A, awesome. B, I need in on that. My audience needs in on that. How do we get on the wait list? What does this entail? What do we get with you? Yeah. So, um, I've been working on courses, I feel like, for so long. So this particular one, it started off as the full potential challenge. This was like back in 2016. So when I was making all of my notes for how I was going to bridge the gap from my current self to my ideal self, this was pretty much all of the research that I had done. And so I started writing a book and I was like, you know what, this could be really cool. And I mostly did it for myself. Like anyone that like was in classes with me will tell you, I literally will just go to the library and like I'll read like textbooks for fun. Like I'll read it just to have notes and just like to learn because it's like I think it's so exciting to be able to learn so much more because the more I learn like the more I find answers to questions that I didn't even know I had and I just love that so this has been like I guess five years now in the making and so become your own dream girl I got the idea for this because the whole idea you know I always say like create your signature self but the only problem with that was a lot of people don't get that like they don't get what that means from the very beginning and it's still like my signature kind of coach practice but at the same time I thought what can I say to help people kind of resonate with what they're going to achieve and the whole idea behind your dream girl was just like when you were like young and when you were like a kid like what did you imagine your dream life would look like like when you thought about your you know adult self 
you had this crazy, you know, life imagined for yourself. You were really using your imagination and you didn't limit yourself. And so my idea behind that was like now as adults, I feel like a lot of us idealize so many other people other than ourselves. Like we look to celebrities for, you know, to help us make decisions. We look to our friends, you know, to give us advice to help us make decisions. And it's like we do all of these things and we're looking outside of ourselves. So the idea of becoming your own dream girl is really just using yourself as your own muse, really. How can I have my ideal self but not as this like other person that I'm looking to and I'm constantly trying to like create or become it's like it's inside of you you just need to figure out what do I need to do to feel like this person more often and so that's pretty much what the whole thing is I'm trying to help people that pretty much just don't know either what they want in life because I get a lot of that where it's like where do you see yourself in five months I get so many I don't know and it literally breaks my heart like I remember I did an event in Atlanta in 2018 and it was right before Christmas and I had spoken with over 200 women and I had this sign and it was like what did you accomplish this year all you have to do is take one sticky note and write one thing and so many people could not think of one thing that they had accomplished and I'm just where do y'all live like don't be so passive about your life it's like how can you not say and then one person she was like oh well I bought a house I'm like oh like that's amazing and so I'm just like you know what I feel like so many people are like bystanders in their of their life they're not living it purposefully and I want to help people kind of resonate with that more. So the whole point of it is to help people enjoy the process of not becoming them be their best self, but really just creating whatever that means for them and aligning with it in any way and consistently. That's the biggest thing. So I think everyone, like anyone can, you know, achieve, you know, goals here and there and manifest here and there and certain things. But the whole idea is about creating a lifestyle of it and not just doing it where you have like two months out of the year where it's like you were living your best life and then the rest of them, your mindset was like off because we all do that like it's so hard to be consistent with it but the idea is that's why I have like a whole group and this is my first like major group coaching program so I'm trying to limit it to like 20 people and we're going to go through it. it's a 60 day program but I'm going to add another 30 days with bonus content and it's just like it's super super great I mean I haven't uploaded the um, curriculum yet because I'm still working on it but pretty much the whole idea like let me see if I can even like share some of the notes so the main things are like clarifying your goal like tapping into your confidence and then aligning with your higher self like that's the biggest thing and I'm covering literally everything that I've ever covered in any one of my programs, courses, classes, and like, it's just all very like, um, I don't want to say like Y2K based, but I've been super into this like trend of just, I don't know, like super girly stuff. And so what I did was I'm making it like, it's kind of got like some Playboy inspiration, some girls next door, um, that's so Raven kind of stuff with like the seeing into the future. So I'm literally taking from like a whole bunch of different shows because my idea, I've been doing a lot of research, which is like associating certain things. And so I was like the idea behind the mean girls that I thought about it when people watch it, I want them to think about their goals. When people are watching Mean Girls, I want them to think, oh, you know what? Did I write in my journal? I want them to think like when you're watching, I don't know, what's a good movie? I don't know, anything, pretty much. Like I want you to be able to resonate with you moving forward in life and aspiring to be. So I have one thing, the whole, the first goal that you're going to set is your debut. So I call it your dream girl debut. So it's like, when are you going to officially show up as your higher self? And you're going to write down your own rules. And I have this series I'm about to start on Instagram called Dream Girl Rules. And it's 
just different rules that I like to live by to help me feel more in alignment with my higher self. And so you're going to create your own dream girl rules. What, you know, do you need to do to make sure that you feel like your most confident self every day? For some people, it might be putting on your makeup every day. For some people, it might be just wearing some mascara or making sure your hair is good or just showering, you know, cooking for yourself, like little things like that. And so at the end of the course, I'm going to print out everyone's like individual book and send it to them. So every other course that I've done, I usually create like a personal uh, planner to help you kind of transition from life kind of after coaching. And so I'm really just playing with a whole bunch of different ideas with this. But yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's still like in the making. I'm planning on starting in like November. But yeah, that's it's still (laughs) the best thing. That's so amazing. I love all of that. And I I love that you talked about when you were at that event in Atlanta and so many people didn't have something that they felt like they accomplished for the year. And I feel like it's not that they don't think they accomplished something. They don't think that it matters. They think it's small and insignificant because like you said, we're comparing ourselves to celebrities. Oh my God, I paid off my one house, but I don't have eight other million million dollar houses I I paid off my house but I don't have a jet whatever it's like not when you're living it it doesn't seem like an accomplishment because we belittle our own accomplishments in light of what something someone else who has probably nothing to do with us any way shape or form and I struggle with this constantly we we finally got debt free so like a month ago and like my friends are like that's so exciting and I'm like ah, it's cool but like and now and it's stupid because I'm so excited about it I've worked we've worked so hard for this and I talked about all the time like we're doing it and now that it's happened I'm like is it really that cool was it I mean we worked really hard for is it is it still really cool yeah but that other person is doing better than me about this other thing like I just shifted to being like what did that person have and I have to rein it in and be like you're doing good what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. That other person doesn't care what you're doing. You need to not care what that person is doing. And it's definitely kind of a trap that we get in where we can't acknowledge what we did ourselves because it comes across sometimes as, oh, you're bragging. Why are you talking about that thing that you, like, congratulations, we know. It's Society is very weird about that. They're like, be proud about stuff, but like not too proud. But like, you know, you can like being excited for yourself, but like, don't be too excited about yourself because someone else will feel bad because you're doing well. It's like a mind fuck. It is. No, you're so right. Like I was just telling people, cause like I showed my uh, bank statement for, or just for the journals for May. And I just did that because I wanted to show people the 55 by five scripting and how it actually works. But I was so hesitant to do it because I'm just like, I don't want to show people my wins because for some people it'll encourage them and for other people it will discourage them. And it's like, I hate living in a world where I have to constantly feel like I could help people, but I'm also could be hurting people with the same thing. And it, it can be, you know, challenging for sure. And like, I, I totally get what you're saying. Cause I'm constantly comparing myself, like, like with my brand as it grows and expands, I'm like, you know what? Cause like I went to this one really, really amazing seminar uh, last October and it was like a whole bunch of like millionaires that were way younger than me. I'm talking like 16 year old kids that are like doing social media marketing and drop shipping and all this stuff. And I'm like, where was I <laughs> when all this stuff was going on? TikTok. 
TikTok chalk. I look at Charlie and I'm like, A, I, I graduated high school before you were born. You make how much money? What do you do? Why did I go to college? And there's, and I stupidly am like, I could have been good at TikTok. I could be Charlie. No, no, I couldn't. I wouldn't, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that. And that's the thing. That's what I'm always telling myself. I'm like, you know what? That's great for them. But it's like, that's not even what you wanted. It's like, I feel like sometimes I cloud my, like my goals and I replace it with things based on what other people have. It's like, I always told myself, I'm going to buy a house by the time I'm 30. Now, all of a sudden it's like, I'm looking to try and buy a house like today. That's not what you have planned. You have a plan Just stick with it. And like, I have a tendency to kind of sweat. Like I think most people do because you see other people doing things that are like younger than you or the same age or whatever. So then that's one. it's not bad enough just like to compare it. But then once you start personalizing it, then it's just like, that's where you don't want to get caught up in that and that's what I had to really learn for myself is like I am my own dream girl like I am literally the woman of my dreams like I mean the woman of my dreams probably has a little bit more money and maybe she's a little taller and maybe you know she's got you know a better body or whatever but at the end of the day like I am so perfectly happy with who I am and like nothing will nothing will change that and I want that for other people like that's one thing I may like fluctuate in my confidence but it will never ever go away like I have so much faith in myself and that's what I want like not really to teach because you can't teach that but you can give people the encouragement and the support and the community and things like that and the resources constructed for themselves yeah absolutely resources community who I am right now is a totally different person because I had no confidence I have like no community no one was like yeah you can do good things I had to take myself out of an environment and put it into an incredibly scary space that was actually so welcoming and that's helped me grow and do new things and so now I kind of am in that boat where I'm like I've been through so much if I share what helped me what worked for me I can help someone because looking back if there had been anyone like talking about the things that people talk about now or that I talk about now it could have been totally different if someone was this is how you manage money this is how to deal with people who are mean to you. This is how to deal with body image. Here's some anxiety help. All of these things that I didn't get as a kid or even in like college that I've had to learn as an adult because I guess talking about feelings and like how to be a good human is like too much for school nowadays. But like all of these things that I had to learn about myself and being confident and that it's okay to want things and to push for things. Like I got all of that from other women in the online space community who are living, who were like dream girls to me. And I was like, how do I emulate that? And they were such positive, impactful people. So I think dream girl doesn't have to be a fantasy. It could be who you evolve into. You can achieve your dreams because you know what they are and everything that you have to do is already in you. You just have to figure it out. Nobody gave me anything new. There was no do this, this, and this, and this, and you'll be a happier person. There's no, I can't give you a book and be like, this will make you happy. If I could, I would read that book every damn day. <laughs> you can't, no one can give you that, but they can be there while you figure it out too. 
too. So I think that's so important that you want that community, that you're doing it. Having that smaller group is going to be so, so, so clutch because small groups are what founded my coaching existence because I was scared of one-on-one coaching. So I got in a group programs and I met some dope ass people and they're like your friends, like your community. They'll be friends. They'll be friends with you and they will thus change the people in their lives lives. It's all, it's all a ripple effect that I'm just like, change one person, they can help somebody else. So beautiful. And, and we can fix 2020. (laughs) Oh, I hope. (laughs) Ooh, isn't we almost there? So definitely, what is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Like if you were sitting in a room with 15, 16 year old you, other than telling them to invest in whatever the heck TikTok was beforehand, what would you be like? You should, you should just focus on this and don't worry about this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like ah, that's a good, cause I mean, I was thinking about that question. Like the goal would be to reassure my younger self that I am going to be able to still have the life that I want. And in that, I don't mean like the lifestyle, so to speak, but just my contentness with my peace, my inner peace. And like, I feel like the 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 peace and the happiness that I just felt like I needed and the what's the what's the word I'm looking for the clarity I think that I needed um because I created such like a told you like this dissonance within myself because I felt like I was constantly comparing myself to everyone else and trying to figure out well like this is kind of what I want but then this might be what I want it's like I already knew I already had the answers I literally knew what I wanted but I kept going away from my own path so I say I would say just staying true to myself which sounds like such a bs kind of thing but it's like really just staying true to what i know that i want and strengthening my intuition um because i feel like me being able to do that now has allowed me to be so much more patient about my process and like you said time is has become so much more irrelevant where it's like i don't need to achieve this amount of things by this amount of time it's just like enjoying my process and like seeing the beauty of it like in the that that's what I would say is just to be more patient, appreciate your your transformation, and uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the journey. It really is because yeah, like when we got debt free, we were like awesome, cool. That was just like an event that we had been working towards, but like all of the things that we had learned to do and survive through and just get real, real freaking creative with the way we were doing things. How do we cut costs? How are we saving? And for us now, it's, oh, we have a bunch more money than we've had in a long time. Cool, we can do more exciting things with it. Like it didn't just, we didn't just like reach a goal and then we're like, well, we're never doing anything ever again I guess it's over you're always just moving towards the thing that feels good next and you can trust yourself to know what that's supposed to be and it's you can try to do it the way somebody else is doing it but after you fail at all of those times you will eventually come back and do what was right for you in the first place and I think people are so scared of failing Mm -hmm. that they don't even try just try 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 fall forward fall flat on your on your freaking face fall down and then get back up and it'll be great and then get back on your own tightrope on yours so we're in september i cannot believe we've made it this far in the year i mean march was 18 years ago (laughs) i 
and I like make these jokes about COVID at the end of every episode. And sometimes I go back and I listen to what was happening in March and I'm like, oh, that was simpler. Okay. So now in this level of Jumanji, my home state is basically on fire and the state where we just lived is getting snow in September for the first time in like 50 years. So fire and ice not on my apocalypse car this this time there was a hurricane there were two hurricanes this month also so when i listen to this in like four months and if someone else does you know i hope we made it hope we made it if you're listening to this in january 2021 hope we made it (laughs) for so assuming we make it assuming what are you most looking forward to to close out this year um honestly just like more of enjoying the benefits of my hard work and that's like not just physically but like spiritually as well like this year I've really committed to my spiritual growth and achieving inner peace and overcoming certain traumas and things so I'm just like now like has been such a great time like I said yesterday I had this really really amazing feeling where I just realized because like that's why I like writing things down too because you see like this is where I was and where I said I wanted to be and you realize I have nothing to complain about right now there's a lot of you know craziness going on like my life is pretty chaotic and like yeah there are certain things that I could like could be better but in hindsight like I am literally living a life that I just love and I'm just so happy and content with it and I just look forward to continuing on this journey when things go down riding with it and when things go up like that's it's like again it's such a I feel like it's such a cop-out it sounds like it but it's like it's the truth like I genuinely just love being alive like I have so much more of an appreciation for it too like the people that we've lost this year just the different challenges like it's been scary and I have like a newfound appreciation for life every single day. I met someone last year, last October, and every time I wake up, I hear his voice. Like it's a brand new day. And like it's every time I talk to him, it's just it like it's just it just lifts your spirits. It's like, how can you not be so happy that you are alive? You are breathing, you are like I sprained my ankle like four months ago, four four weeks ago. And I was on crutches for a long time. And it made me really appreciate the fact that I have the ability to walk. It's like I have such a great appreciation. So I guess the biggest thing is just like finding more things to appreciate um in life and my journey and just like I'm just looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen. Like I'm not I'm kind of hands off in this process right now and just enjoying and so I'm just looking forward to that. I aspire to that. COVID has definitely taught me to appreciate a lot of things a lot more. Being well and not sick. I've known a bunch of people who've had COVID. I've lost some people to COVID. I have spotty lungs so I spend a lot of time like you know if I get COVID it will not go well for me and so having that risk be so present I was like Every day that I'm not sick is actually kind of awesome. And having the time, because my, my hotel job, they shut down, we went on furlough, and I just had all of this time, and I was like, okay, I can use this time. And I made the most quarantine. Podcast is a result of quarantine. My newest coaching thing is the result of quarantine. Marathon training is quarantine. And these are all things that if you would ask me at the beginning of this year, not even a real thing not even a thing. Maybe next year they were things that I thought about and put off, but COVID shutting down basically the whole word. I was, everything is actually super, super fleeting. We are on a spinning rock 
in space. The world is fleeting. Make the freaking most of it. And so I've definitely had rough days over COVID and being super isolated. But for the, the most part, I'd say I appreciate the world a lot more than I think I did before because I'm like, I'm young. I live in this world of like, oh, I'm fine. Nothing will happen to me. It's fine. Oh, wait. Anything can happen at any point. I could get struck by lightning. It happens in Tennessee. Is things that could happen. And so with that, each day when I'm setting my goals and planning out my day, I'm like, I get to do these things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're tedious, but you get to do them. Oh my God, this is so, this is so fun. So I will have your Instagram website, all of that. I will have your amazing vision wall, vision room, basically linked in the show notes so that people can find you and work with you. And I just appreciate so, so much that you took the time to hang out with me. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. 